1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done
0: recorded in chicago illinois with your hosts
1: ken matt neil and jeff this is triviality
0: All right, guys, everyone, welcome to the finals of our wrestling tournament here at Triviality. Uh, It's been long awaited. Uh, There's been a few bumps in the road uh, that's happening this time of year is what I hear. Uh, Joining me today is Neil. Neil, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well. I'm excited uh, for night two of WrestleMania and uh, getting oiled up, ready to uh, cheer on my favorite uh, superstars.
0: Yes, that was the reason we couldn't record earlier. There was an oil shortage, but we got everyone's all lathered up, uh, hairs ready to go. We're we're, we're doing good. Uh, Neil, why don't you remind everybody who the competitors are today? Let's introduce them and get them ready for the final.
2: Yes, I would love to. Uh, we have a great group of five competitors. Uh, we had uh, two winners from our previous game, uh, but we had a lot of tiebreakers because uh, these competitors are just so good uh, that we needed to have uh, a jam-packed final. Uh, you know, if we could. So, uh, our first competitor coming to us from Highwood, Illinois is Ken. How are you, Ken? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing well. Looks like you got a Stone Cold. Uh, is that a Stone Cold t shirt you're wearing?
1: It's a Stone Cold Steve Harvey t shirt. Wow. Because I love
2: my <laughs> Love it. Stone Cold Steve Harvey got the nice uh, mustache there. I love it. Um, and uh, if for people who uh, maybe even didn't listen to your first episode, uh, why don't you just tell us a, a little bit about yourself and uh, what I'm going to be asking everyone today, uh, your favorite uh, in in ring uh, wear as far as a wrestler's concern, or ring wear outfit, whatever you want to call
1: it. All right. I'm Ken from Highwood, Illinois. I'm a i'm in finance for the local county government up here uh, for the health department i'll be quick with my gear question because i never did answer my ring entrance question music from the last time and kind of like you guys i'm a riot fest guy myself and i've always thought that black Flag- black friday rule by flogging molly would be great entrance music because it's got the opening chords that everybody can recognize once they know it and then it builds to a crescendo that you can come out of the curtain with perfectly so, I've always thought Black Friday Rule would be my entrance music. And for gear, I'm a simple guy. Uh, straight black trunks, short black boots, Minoru Suzuki is the way to go. Have a little fun with the hair, but the best gear. Simple.
2: Great choices, and uh, yeah, I love that entrance music. Uh, so, thank you for being here. Uh, good luck today. Our uh, next thank competitor uh, coming to us from Aiken, South Carolina, a uh, Savage Superstar on Patreon. That is Greg. How are you today?
3: I'm doing great. Very
2: excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Uh, Just remind people uh, what you're up to and uh, your favorite uh, gear as well.
3: So I'm from Aiken, South Carolina. I'm a software developer. Um, I guess software developer by day, huge wrestling fan by night and by day, really. Um, But as far as the, I guess the first um, ring gear that I thought of that that really, stood out to me was I believe it was SummerSlam 2015 it was Seth Rollins in the all white gear um, that was like a white jacket white uh, pants and, boot, and boots it was it was very striking and I, I've always thought that that was his best look and he's kind of stepped up his game since then with his, his quote unquote drip but um, I, th- I really like that 2015 one
2: that is a great choice uh, yeah he's got some really cool suits I think he had a flame suit uh, the other day that was really nice Uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with Seth Rollins. And, uh, speaking of gear, love the Bret Hart shirt you have on right there.
3: That's right. You know, nice rival to Stone Cold, maybe not to Steve Harvey, but certainly to Steve Austin.
2: (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I appreciate you being here. Uh, our next competitor, uh, coming to us from, uh, Albany, New York is a, not a robot on Patreon and also a fellow podcaster over at, uh, Benchwarmers trivia podcast. That is Scott
4: Grimes. How are you, Scott? I'm doing well. Uh, happy to be back. It's always fun to be around uh, fellow fans and like-minded people. So I'm excited to get this underway.
2: Awesome. And uh, great job hosting the uh, wrestling episode that our own Matt was on uh, for Benchwarmers. Uh, and speaking of wrestling, how about your favorite gear?
4: Um, favorite gear—the first one that kind of came in my head when I was growing up that that really stood out to me was uh, Kane when he first kind of debuted. You know, the the red and the black and the, the you know the long pants with the sleeves. So sometimes he had both sleeves. Sometimes he went sleeveless uh, with the one sleeve, uh, like for the Inferno match. But I always thought the the Kane, the whole ensemble with the mask and everything, was was pretty uh, scary as a kid.
2: Yeah, and I believe the uh, townspeople where he was mayor also were scared by that when he wore it to to work. So um yeah great choice on that one uh so thanks for joining us and just for the listeners uh, scott grimes will be grimes for this recording because we have two scots uh and our next competitor uh, coming to us from san diego also a not a robot on patreon is drew davies how are you drew hi i'm all right how are you doing neil doing well uh and uh yeah just remind the folks about yourself and also tell us your favorite gear
5: all right. Um, I'm a delivery driver by day, and in my spare time when I can, I'm a professional wrestling referee. So I have referee in my local area, and I've been a fan since the early 2000s, but I try to go back and watch what I can in history. Yeah.
2: And uh, any favorites as far as gear is concerned?
5: Uh, gear. I mean, things that are very iconic that I can f- think of right off the top of my head. Flair's robe is very iconic. Dusty's hat that he'd wear when he was in New York. But my favorite gear probably was during WrestleMania twenty-two, uh, the Rey Mysterio Aztec armor.
2: Yeah. Ooh, that is a really good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think all the Mysterio comic book guys; those those are all pretty classic gear. I'm I'm a big fan of those. Uh, my favorite will always be the the CM Punk uh, Chicago flag-inspired stuff just because I'm a homer, so that's what I'm going with.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, and our, our final competitor, actually, to, to introduce here, coming just from West Virginia for this episode, he will be known as Barber because he is also Scott, and that is Scott Barber, a Savage Superstar on Patreon. Thanks for joining us, Scott.
6: Hey, thanks for having me. I snuck in under the wire as uh, one of the late entries, and I'm just happy to be among... These really great competitors. I'm happy to do the job and put over the winner uh, for this uh, competition tonight.
2: Hey, that's a great way to look at things. Uh, How about uh, your favorite gear at all uh, during history? Oh yeah, it's got to be
6: immediately. What comes to mind is the iconic gear of Giant Gonzalez. I mean, just (laughs) a big, just a big furry naked man looking naked, half naked man, half Bigfoot, hairy (laughs) shoulders drawn on. Uh, that's, that's the look you got to go with. Right. Yeah.
2: Uh, that is, that is really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess Matt said his, the CM Punk, you know, for me, um, I, I've always loved, uh, road warriors. Uh, I was them for Halloween with a friend, uh, as kids, no one got who we were, but, uh, we enjoyed it. And our moms made us, uh, the shoulder pads and everything that was great. And, um, and then as far as simplicity is concerned, uh, always just love the vest, uh shirtless vest of uh razor ramon and the toothpick and gold yeah. chain so uh yeah. always and we,
0: we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the Shockmaster. obviously is is one of the classics the stormtrooper uh mask
5: how Gotta george lucas it. did not sue them i do not know
2: <laughs> oh god oh. i think if it
0: had lasted more than three weeks he might have they might have gotten a letter is what i'd be
2: guessing <laughs> <laughs> uh well yeah matt those are our competitors uh ken greg grimes drew and scott uh and uh, i'm super excited to to hear these questions but uh anything that you'd like to tell us before we get going
0: uh no so basically you guys are all just going to be answering questions um we're going to get through 10 questions whoever in the lead uh they're going to move on to the final final round where it'll be basically a game of knockout. so get one wrong you're out until we have a champion so you guys ready all righty
6: Let's do it. Sounds good.
0: All right. So we're going with question one. What WrestleMania main eventer had a reoccurring role on the 80s and 90s TV show Married with Children?
2: All right. Everyone is locked in. That leaves Barber, so feel free to talk out loud.
6: (sighs) Married with Children, regular. Uh, Main eventer at WrestleMania. It's a small Venn diagram, so it's someone from the late 80s, early 90s. Gosh. I'm um, coming up completely blank with this. So I'll just uh, put myself out of my misery and say Roddy Piper.
0: Okay. Uh,
4: Grimes. Uh, I actually wasn't uh, quite sure on this one either. This seemed like something that eluded me. Um, I guess scotch think alike because I also uh, locked in with Roddy Piper.
5: Oh. Okay. Uh, Drew. Uh, I believe this was a relative of the Bundy family,
3: King Kong Bundy. Mm. Greg. Greg. So I I really didn't watch Mary with Children, so I, I had no idea. So I just guessed Rowdy Roddy Piper.
0: Ooh, that'd be a fun show, I think. Uh, Ken? I went with WrestleMania two main eventer King Kong Bundy. And King Kong Bundy is correct. Starting yeah. out with a hard one there.
6: Never crossed my mind, but as soon as I heard it, I knew it was right.
0: Doggone. <laughs> All right, question two. What Canadian city has Maple Leaf Wrestling based in it? So where is Maple Leaf Wrestling based?
5: All right, um, I'm tempted to go with the guess with a hockey, Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, so I'm gonna say Toronto, Ontario, Canada. All
0: right, Drew going with Toronto. Uh, Scott Barber.
6: Yeah, that's what I went with too, is Toronto. Uh,
0: Mr. Grimes. Toronto. Greg?
1: I said Toronto.
0: And Ken, do we have a clean sweep?
1: With a guess, we have a clean sweep of Toronto.
0: Okay, that's a pretty good guess because the answer is Toronto. Good job, everyone there. Moving on to question three. While she was known by her real name at the end of her WCW tenure, what was Stacey Keebler known as while performing in WCW? Drew, you a big WCW 2000s fan? Uh, nobody I remember was. a little
5: bit of it. Two names are coming to my mind. It's either Miss Brooks or Miss Adams. I'm going to just take a guess with Miss Brooks
0: okay going Miss Brooks uh, Scott Barber what are you saying
5: hey, I knew it was Miss
6: something too and I just guessed Miss Stacy uh, for no good reason other than I couldn't come up with the other name
0: <laughs> I Miss Stacy there uh, Scott Barber I already said his answer Mr. Grimes uh, this is Miss this is Hancock <laughs> uh, Greg I also said Miss Hancock
4: and Ken
1: I was thinking it was somebody else that so I was going with Miss Congeniality.
0: Ooh, and the answer is Miss Hancock, everyone's everyone's favorite secretary who danced or something. That was her. That was her gimmick. Miss
2: Congeniality is a great wrestling name, though. That would be. I <laughs> like that one.
0: I think that might
1: have
4: been Molly Holly in WCW, if I'm not mistaken.
0: That is a possibility uh. too.
4: It might have been. She was Miss Madness for a while when Macho Man came back, and then she was Mona as well. I don't know if she was Miss Congeniality, but I do think that was someone in late WCW, but who really cares, right?
0: (laughs) All right, I'm going to move on to question four. What was the nickname of the tournament at the 1998 Survivor Series to crown a new WWE champion?
1: I keep wanting to go back to, I remember in that era there was St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but that was obviously around Valentine's Day. I am totally blanking
0: on the name of this tournament. Um, I know it's not brawl for all. Yeah, that did not name a champion. <laughs> brawl for all. Bart the, viewers were the, the viewers for the champion. <laughs> we gotta see JBL
1: get his ass beat.
0: Um, hey, it's Hall of Famer JBL. Put some respect <laughs> on the name. I don't have to. <laughs> uh, the
1: championship championship chase i'm just gonna take the l okay
0: uh we'll go with greg next
3: i said the deadly game tournament
5: all right drew i also said the deadly games and i remember the song it was great
4: <laughs> uh grimes yeah this was uh corporate rock the sellout to win the title it's uh the deadly games tournament
0: and Scott barber
6: Sorry, I couldn't come up with it. So I just said brawl for it all for the laugh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the answer was Deadly Games. So points for a couple of you guys there. All right. Question five. At the 2005 Royal Rumble, what specific injuries did Mr. McMahon experience while making his way to the ring?
4: I was laughing, so I didn't get a chance to lock in before these guys did, just thinking about it. Uh, He tore both of his quads.
0: Mm -hmm. Sounds painful. Drew, what did you say?
5: I said that he
3: tore both of his quadriceps. Uh, Greg? I said he tore both of his quads sliding into the ring.
0: (laughs) Ken? Um, I realized that he
1: tore his right quad, and he also tore his left quad.
0: Mm -hmm. And Scott?
6: (laughs) Yeah, I just uh, can picture him uh, singing almost like a marionette with the strings cut (laughs) in in the ring, leaning against the ropes. He tore both quads.
0: Oh, yes, he tore both his quads, but you guys got all the points, so... Who really won there? We're doing great. One, one of the great moments in Royal Rumble history, I would say.
2: I would think that he would be a very difficult patient, whoever had to take care of him. Maybe it was Linda, but uh, I feel like he would not be someone uh, that you'd want to deal with.
0: No. <laughs> I can still walk,
2: damn it. <laughs> Just breaking out of his casts like The Rock and Furious <laughs> 7. Um so uh yeah looks like after five questions, uh we have uh, Greg, Grimes, and Drew tied at four, Ken with three, and Barber with two.
0: All right, and moving on to question six. Who is the winner of the inaugural Mae Young Classic in twenty seventeen? I
5: believe this was Kyrie Sain, so I'm gonna say that.
0: Alright, going with Kyrie Sane. Uh I believe she is a pirate. Is that what she does? I think that's her. Uh Greg, what did you say?
3: I said Kyrie Sane.
0: Uh Ken. I went with Kyrie Sane. Uh Grimes?
3: Kyrie Sane.
0: And Scott Barber.
6: Clean sweep, Kyrie Sane.
0: Clean sweep, everyone corrects. Kyrie Sane is correct.
7: So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Moving on to question seven. What wrestler has the longest reign and the most reigns with the NWA Women's Championship? The same wrestler holds the same records for the WWE Women's Championship that was retired in 2010. The most winningest lady of all time.
2: All right, everyone is locked in. Greg, feel free to talk it out. Okay, so this one's stumping me. Um,
3: NWA women's title and WWE title is kind of stumping me as far as the era. So I I feel I'm going to be either right on or way off by a couple of decades. I'll go ahead and say, to be quote-unquote, safe, fabulous Moolah.
0: All right, going with Moolah. Ken, what did you say?
1: I also went with the fabulous Moolah
0: all right scott barber
6: that was my choice too i couldn't uh, i was kind of like greg i couldn't
4: really <laughs> come up with anything better than that answer but all right grimes i wasn't positive so when all else fails go fabulous mula so that's what i did
0: and drew
5: mula is money for the queen sweep fabulous mula
0: yes mula is money hundred uh, percent fabulous mula is correct so everyone gets that one there all right moving on to question eight Uh, Who are the only two wrestlers to ever face one-on-one at three separate WrestleMania events?
5: I'm locked in if everybody else is.
6: Okay. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the main. It could be somewhere in it. Hmm. All right. I know it's wrong, but I'll go ahead and take a hit and lock
0: in. All right. We'll start with you then. What'd you say, Scott? Um, Yeah, I couldn't come
6: up with, Three times that they faced each other, but I know for sure two. So I'll just go ahead and guess Undertaker and Shawn Michaels.
4: All
0: right. uh, Grimes?
4: Uh, So 15, 17, and 19 WrestleManias. uh, I went with Stone Cold and The Rock.
5: All right, Drew?
3: I also went with uh, Trifecta, Stone Cold, and The Rock. Greg? So I'm a little... I guess concerned because I think there may
4: be two answers. For this. I was confused by that too. Yeah, there are There's definitely one more matchup.
3: Uh, so I actually said the other matchup between the Undertaker and Triple H and Ken.
1: I went with the Rock and Stone Cold Steve. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that one is definitely correct. And I'm pretty sure that Triple H and Undertaker is also correct. Nice. So we're going to give points for both of those. Uh,
4: <laughs> Yeah, kind of threw me for a minute, but I was like, I'll just pick, you know, one of them. We can't go wrong.
0: All right. Question nine. What name did Sami Zayn go by on the independent circuit?
6: Locked in. Here's where I don't know anything is uh, I don't know independent circuits at all. So I'll just go ahead and say pass on this one and let the uh, smart guys in the room give me the answer. (laughs)
0: All right. Scott is not familiar with the works of this man who is, I believe, at an orphanage in Africa now or wherever he ended Mm. up being at. Uh, Grimes, what did you say?
4: I said El Generico.
0: Uh, Drew.
5: Yes, I believe he had an orphanage, El Generico.
0: Greg.
3: I said El Generico.
0: And Ken. I have the T-shirt advertising
1: the orphanage in Mexico. In Mexico. It's El Generico. Uh, uh, yes, there, yeah. Door.
6: yeah, now that you say it, it sounds very familiar, but <laughs> I would have never pulled that, though. Great
3: <laughs> job.
0: All right. And question 10. Bray Wyatt is the son of which former WWE superstar? Locked in. Seems like you guys know your lineage. Uh, Scott Barber, what do you say?
6: Uh, half of the, I believe they were the US Express and the uh, WWE, uh, Mike Rotundo.
4: Uh, Grimes. Same answer, Mike Rotunda. Drew?
5: Also one half of, I believe, Ted DiBiase's Money Incorporated, Uh, Mike Rotunda.
3: Greg? I said Mike Rotunda.
1: All right. Ken? And a member of the Varsity Club and second generation
0: wrestler, Mike Rotunda. (laughs) Answer is Mike Rotunda. Great job,
2: everyone. Okay. After 10 questions, uh, the scores are tightening here. It looks like we got Scott Barber with five. Ken with eight, and tied at nine each, Greg, Grimes, and Drew. And Matt, uh, what is going to happen for these last, uh, well, however many questions it takes?
0: So we're moving to a triple threat uh, elimination style, I guess. If you get one wrong, you're out. So we're just going to ask questions until we have a champion. You guys ready? I hope so. All right, we're going to start with some very famous tag teams. Uh, Who are the members of the legendary tag team, the American Males? Legendary. (laughs) Ken knows it.
3: (laughs) I I am locked in.
4: Locked in?
0: Grimes does not look too confident.
4: No, I don't. uh, Man, it sucks to go out this way, so...
0: With with uh, with really bad WCW tag teams. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Grime, may I may I say, or dare I say, you are one of my favorite American males. If it doesn't. Well.
4: <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> much appreciated. Um, I'm just gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna say it was Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton.
5: Ooh, uh, Drew, uh, I said Marcus Bagwell and Scotty Riggs,
3: and Greg. You were,
4: you were so close. Yeah, this is Marcus Bagwell and Scotty Riggs. As Mark's, you can see, I, I, I often get my Scots mixed up. I thought I was barber for half of this. <laughs> <laughs> I was
5: almost going to say Scott Putzky.
6: Don't worry. <laughs> trust trust my Scots. You don't want to be that guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Too Hottie was actually the answer we were looking for. I'm sorry. No, Marcus Bagwell, Scotty Riggs. So uh, great job to Drew and Greg moving on. We have to say goodbye to Grimes. Uh, Good effort so far, but we'll see. We're getting down to the last two. So we're going to stick with some tag teams. Uh, Who are members of the tag team Doom that wrestled in WCW in the late 80s?
3: I'm locked in.
5: And um, I'll go ahead if you're ready, Matt. Yep. All right. uh, I have the team of Butch Reed and Ron Simmons. All right. And
0: Greg.
3: I have Butch Reed and Ron Simmons.
0: Oh, man, you guys, I, I ramped up the difficulty a little bit here, but you guys are you're up to it. So um, moving on to the next question. So TNA, they had a tag team champion once known as Team Pac-Man, consisting of which two wrestlers? Uh, one of the wrestlers is in quotations.
3: Locked in. All right. So I I'm, I'm pretty sure on the quote unquote wrestler that I think that was um, Adam Pac-Man Jones, the I don't, I don't remember what uh, position he played and, and what team he was on, but the football player. And I believe the, his his partner was Ron The Truth Killings, a.k.a. R-Truth.
0: All right. So you're locking in with Pac-Man Jones and R-Truth uh, slash Ron Killings. Uh, Greg and then Drew, what do you say?
5: I also said Ron The Truth Killings and Pac-Man Jones, the former cornerback for the Bengals, I believe.
0: Uh, for the Bengals, the Titans, I think he played for a few teams, but that is correct. Uh, so great job there. Um, we're going to ask one more tag team question, um, talking about Rhythm and Blues. Who were the tag team members of Rhythm and Blues, a 1980s tag team?
3: Locked in. Okay, I believe this is the Honky Talk Man and Greg the Hammer Valentine. Okay, yeah. Drew. Uh, I also said honky
5: and the hammer, honky-tonk man Greg Valentine.
0: <laughs> that is correct. Well, now for your next question. Uh, the, the ECW incident known as the Mass Transit incident involved a young fan who was cut open by which notorious hardcore wrestler?
3: Locked in. I, I believe that was New Jack of the Gangstas. That's what I also said, New Jack.
0: Yep. If you're doing something wrong, it's usually New Jack. He's cutting people open. Uh, so we'll move on to the next question. Who became the first Cruiserweight Champion when WWE brought the brand back in
3: 2016? Locked in. Oh, I was just writing it down. Um, I think that was. I think it was, he was called T.J. Perkins at the time.
0: Uh, all right, Andrew. Uh,
5: I believe. All, yeah, I believe he won the Cruiserweight Classic to get it. Uh, T.J. Perkins.
0: The answer is T.J. Perkins. Um, so this next question is the last question that I have. So if you guys both get it correct, we you guys are going to have to uh, share the title like, uh, I don't know, Rey Mysterio and CM Punk did or whatever. We are that the was. champions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it on the weekends. He gets it on weekdays, however that is. Um, but here is the final question for all the marbles. Who is the wrestler that has held the U.S. title the longest as recognized by the WWE?
3: I will lock in.
0: All the pressure's on you, Drew.
5: Longest reigning United States champion, correct? Correct. All right. Uh, Yeah, uh, I don't think I'm going to get this one. I'll take a guess. As recognized by WWE, um,
3: Barry Windham.
0: Okay. And Greg.
3: And um, I hope this is the, the correct answer. If not, then I will share my dislike for this wrestler as one of my friends. I said the total package Lex Luger.
0: And the answer is Lex Luger. Greg is the champion. Wow. Lex Luger is recognized at 950 days as U.S. champion.
5: Wow. That was my number two guess. Great job, Greg.
0: Congratulations Thank you. Thank you. to Greg.
3: Thank, wow. thank you very much. That, that was that was pure luck.
2: <laughs> I want to say something, and this is craziness, uh, Drew. Uh, so while Matt was asking questions, uh, I, I don't know if we, we kept this in the show or not. That's going to be up to Ken. But uh, I asked a question that was from an old magazine that was very incorrect. Uh, and I have the old magazine. And I was looking up another question in case Matt needed an extra one. And I was going to say, uh, who was the son of wrestler Blackjack Mulligan Uh, who was a wrestler uh, known for National Wrestling Alliance and uh, WCW. And it was going to be Barry Windham because he is on the cover of this poorly written (laughs) wrestling magazine. And you just (laughs) answered Barry Windham. What year is that? Uh, This is from 1985.
0: Don't you love that our studio just has wrestling magazines (laughs) from 1985 laying around?
2: So when you said Barry Windham, while I was looking at him, my mind exploded, so...
0: Well, let's get some final words from the competitors. Uh, Scott, you know, you did, you came up a little short today, Scott Barber. Uh, What what are some final words of inspiration for the people?
6: Oh, uh, just uh, it's again, it's a great honor to be with such great wrestling minds on this uh, final. I didn't come anywhere close by new going into it. I wouldn't come anywhere close to competing for it. But always a pleasure to be on uh, on the podcast. And I appreciate the invite.
0: Uh, Grimes, it had to be frustrating uh, being thwarted by Scotty Riggs. Uh, any final words for, for the people?
4: Said by no one ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Thank you. First of all, you guys, you know, for holding this this tourney. Uh, Greg, congratulations. That was that was great, man. I knew this would be tough coming into it. I mean, uh, Drew and I had to go into a tiebreaker in our game, uh, you know, for for me to come on on top on that one. So, uh, Greg, I, I I see a one on one matchup in our future. So I, uh, I look forward to it. If you want to defend that title at all. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: And then Ken just missing out on the final there. Uh, Did you feel like you would have, you you would have fared pretty well in that final?
1: I would have done pretty well in the final. Lex Luger, I didn't know. So I would have lost no matter what. (laughs) Um, But much like the first show, I know very little Fed knowledge and I feel like I did extremely well for not knowing much about the Fed and Mm. not upset with how I did. And these guys are all great. Great time both times. So I thank you guys very much for letting me join in.
0: Thanks so much, Ken and Drew. So, so close. Uh, you know, I could have asked any question. You probably had 50, 50 there. So any final words?
5: Uh, yeah. Uh, congratulations, Greg. It was a well-fought battle. I, it came down to the wire and you know, my hat's off to you.
0: (laughs) Uh, Greg, our new champion. Uh just to let you know, these are defended 24/7 rules. So if anyone stops you, you do have to defend it. Uh, uh trivia knowledge. Uh, any any words how, how you feeling after the victory today?
3: Well, after that knowledge, I'll make sure to keep my door locked. <laughs> Thankfully there's, you know, we're doing with um more quarantine situations. So hopefully not too many people will come around, but uh, this is this has been great. I appreciate you know the opportunity to talk about wrestling at any time. So I, I always love love these things. Um, uh, it, was, it was fantastic being with such like-minded wrestling fanatics. Uh, it's always a pleasure to do that. Um, and just you know, I guess my usual sign off is: everybody, please just try to be a little kinder to each other
0: such a nice way to end off. Uh, and thanks again to, to, to Nathan McQuinn uh, who wrote all these questions uh, who really helped out setting this whole thing up so uh, great job to him thank you again to Neil for hanging out even though he's just kind of kind of being the host we appreciate it um, and thanks finally to all the listeners you know and all the Patreon supporters who kind of make these things possible uh, you know if you have an idea for a tournament we're always looking for Patreon supporters to join in I think we're doing an Oscars one coming up we we're talking about doing an an in sync one, maybe we'll we'll do anything. So if you give us money, we'll do it, right? Right, Neil? Is that, is that how it works?
2: As long as it's trivia based. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're we're the Ted DiBiase of uh, a podcast. So show us the money, I guess. Uh, so on that note, thanks again to everybody on behalf of all of our contestants and Neil. My name is Matt, and that was the Triviality Wrestling Tournament.